Hi, I'm Nick Warren, and welcome to the iLearn podcast from First Quantum. Do you welcome adversity, or do you try everything to avoid it? How do you respond to challenges, as opportunities or as pitfalls best avoided? In this week's episode of the iLearn podcast, champion rally car driver Penny Mallory talks about the importance of adversity, and how rather than shying away from it, we should learn to welcome it. It is life's challenges and hardships, she argues, that teach us resilience and mental toughness. In fact, it is not in avoiding adversity, but overcoming it, that we learn how to win. Hi there, first quantum leaders. I'm Penny Mallory, a former rally champion, a TV presenter, performance coach, author, and a leading authority on mental toughness. This podcast will explain exactly what mental toughness is, but first I'd thought I'd briefly share my story and how I started to build my own mental toughness. After all, it is the mentally tough who will thrive in this world. So I became a rally champion completely against the odds. I dreamt of driving rally cars since I was six years old when I saw something on TV, cars whizzing through forests, chucking up mud and gravel, and I thought it was the most exciting thing I'd ever seen. And I remember thinking, when I grow up, I want to be a rally driver, a rally champion. I'm really lucky that I spent 20 years competing in rally cars and have been surrounded by world-class performers, world-class teams, incredible drivers. And and I have, to be fair, become quite obsessed with high-performing teams, how they work, what they need, and how individuals can increase their performance. But it did happen all against the odds. I grew up in a really dysfunctional home. My mum was sadly a very severe manic depressive, swinging from suicidal lows to crazy manic highs. And she was also an alcoholic. And I grew up with her living mostly in what they called those days lunatic asylums. So I got to be quite an angry, resentful kid. I started emotionally disconnecting from everyone. I hated my life. I hated my home. I hated my family, my school. I was really bitter and angry. By the age of 14 years old, I wanted to leave home. I wanted to run away. And I did. And I never went back. In fact, I lost touch with my father for the next 20 years. But it didn't all go totally to plan. Leaving home and running away seemed very exciting. But I was in homeless hostels for two years, sofa surfing for another couple of years. I was drinking, stealing, in trouble with the police, and my boyfriend was a heroin addict. And I genuinely hit rock bottom in London, and I thought, before I check out of life, I'm just going to get myself in a rally car. So I lied to my bank manager, I borrowed some money, and I spent it on a day at a rally school, and thank goodness I did, because otherwise I wouldn't be able to tell you the story of how I developed my mental toughness and became a rally champion. In fact, I became the first woman in the world to compete in a world rally car Ford Focus and the first woman, and I believe the only woman, to drive for Ford Motor Company. I did it. I made my childhood dream come true. But I did it because of all the lessons I learnt along the way from being a tough little kid with lots to battle against and building my mental toughness. I used to see every challenge in front of me as an opportunity to learn. I used to see opportunities, grab them and run with them. I was quite an optimistic thinker, believing that whatever is happening now can change and will change. 
mental toughness matters to everybody, particularly now. You know, adversity for a lot of people could be the best, strongest foundation to grow and to develop and to learn. And I do believe that without any adversity in your life, you have no growth. And that doesn't seem to me to be a really useful state. Mental toughness is about having the ability to handle the stress, the pressure and the challenges of life. And if you can cope with the pressure and the stress and the challenge of life much better than others, you are more likely to be successful. Mentally tough people are very resilient. They have the ability to bounce back or recover quickly from setbacks and tough times. And you could think of it a little bit like an elastic band being stretched and then returning to its normal size. That's resilience. And it doesn't mean that you're impervious to stress, but it maybe does mean that you can adapt and cope with stressful situations. Mental toughness itself has four elements to it. And the first one is control. And this is about having a can-do attitude to life, feeling that you are in control of your life and your destiny. You really believe you can get stuff done. So it's about having control of life, but also your emotional control, because, you know, we all get anxious and some of us manage it better than others. It's also about being able to manage other people's emotions being able to influence people around you, to ensure that our reactions, our interactions, emotions and thoughts about everything that happens is as positive and useful as possible. So the second element of mental toughness is challenge. And this is about a sort of sense of stretching yourself, a bit like the elastic band, about taking risks. Sometimes some people like change more than others. Some people like to discover the unknown. And I'm one of those people who absolutely loves discovering what I don't yet know. It's about stretching yourself, maybe taking some risks, but also learning from whatever happens. You know, enjoying the learning, having a curiosity. A lot of people will try things and say, you know, I'm never going to do that again. But a mentally tough person will say, I've learned this and so I'll try something a different way. Interestingly, the Chinese character for crisis is made up of two characters and they're danger and opportunity, which neatly sums up the sort of challenge aspects of mental toughness. The creativity and the innovation of people at all times shows how clearly people can have open minds to solutions and options and approaches. So the third aspect of mental toughness is commitment. And, you know, committed, conscientious people genuinely do achieve more. And there's two aspects, again, to commitment. It's the achievement. So somebody that would like setting goals, somebody who's really determined, who can visualise success, maybe, who likes to be tested. And somebody who not only sets goals, but will not give up until they've reached them. So being more diligent about reaching that outcome, not being distracted, maintaining focus. And I'm sure a lot of people's goals have changed significantly in the last few weeks and months. I think commitment as well, it's worth mentioning that, you know, it's easy to say we'll commit, but rarely do we commit 100%. Even a 99% commitment is not good enough, really, because you, in my world, you enter a 1% danger zone, a tug of war, where that 1% of doubt in your mind is an escape route. It's a get out. It's an alternative or an option. You know, whatever you're committing to is suddenly just an exercise or a trial, an experiment. When you commit to something, it has to be 100%.
The fourth aspect of mental toughness is confidence. And that's your confidence in your ability to do things. I have real great self-belief. I believe I can. So having great confidence in your ability, but also confidence in dealing with other people, that you can influence others. You can ask questions, argue your corner. And being around people who dominate us can limit our possibilities. So it's about being able to handle the people around you to get what you want effectively. And all of the elements I've mentioned can all work independently because you could have, for instance, very high confidence, but very low commitment. So you truly believe you can do something, but you just give up halfway through. Mental toughness is the most valuable thing we can all start to develop. And interestingly, you know, we're all stuck with the genes we're born with, but every single one of us can develop our mental toughness. The other end of the spectrum, just so you know, is not mental weakness, it's mental sensitivity. And that doesn't in any way imply mental weakness. You know, mentally sensitive people are very intuitive. They sense mood and atmosphere better than most. They wear their hearts on their sleeves. They have empathy and understanding and can be really supportive in times of need. So that's my summary of mental toughness. And my experiences growing up definitely helped me to develop mine. And so I'll just end by saying, I think there's an awful lot you can do to develop your mental toughness. But firstly, thinking optimistically is really important. And it's not to be confused by positive thinking. I think positive thinking is an overused expression. And it may be that people just are saying things are good when they're not. And I don't think that's very helpful to people. Naivety as well, the denial of reality is just not helpful. But being positive about what the future holds, seeing your glass as half full and learning to reframe negative thoughts as positive ones, changing perspective is really a really, really good starting point. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I wish you all well. The mentally tough will thrive in this world and I'm passionate about helping you to develop yours. That's it for this week's episode of the iLearn podcast from First Quantum. You'll hear more from Penny Mallory when we launch iLearn, First Quantum's new corporate university, later in the year. All episodes of the iLearn podcast are produced by Fresh Air Production, and everybody involved gives their time for free. There'll be a new speaker and a new episode out next week. But until then, thanks for listening, and see you next time. 